הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של דורנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכני עפר קדוש משווה ארץ המה. ובמיוחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוחמה. רבנו נחמן ופגי בן צמחה נע נח נחמן נחמן ואומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם today we start a series of lessons for the next two days God willing. We're going to speak about שידוכים. And um, this idea of זיווגים and שידוכים of uh, finding your match and uh, Shalom Bayit, all these secrets with regard to this idea of, uh, of matches. Um, we're going to do two lessons today, Torah Pezan and Pechet. Then, God willing, tomorrow we're going to do also Pechet, Tzadi. It's very important to pay attention to these lessons for anyone, for literally everyone, because it's applicable to any single person. And it's very deep advice. There's lots of secrets. Sodod Gdolot in here. Tremendous secrets in here. Um, so, Bezrat Hashem, may we, uh, may we apply what's written. Starting with Torah Pezayin. Dano, shekabanat elul hem tikunit kamabrit. That the meditation, the Kabbalistic meditations of elul are rectification for kamabrit. And we saw this in lesson 6 of Likut Amoran. Look over there. Rabban Wati N brings the kabanat of elul. And how it has to do with rectifying the brit. Kisot kabanat elul hu anaten bayam darech. It says in Yeshaya in chapter 43, the secret meditations of Elul are encompassed in this, in this phrase, in Eyeshaya, as the Ariza brings down. Hanoten um, He who makes a pathway into the sea. Making a path into the sea, a derech into the sea. And we saw that over there, in the Gute Moran Lesson 6, that the derech is the numerical value of 224, 20, which is uh, 2 times 112. 112 is the numerical value of the word baki, to be a master. And Rabbanu says that part of the Kavanot of Elul to, to truly do tikkun abrit is to be a baki berato baki beshov. Look in lesson six for what that really means to be a master in running and a master in returning. These two types of mastery, baki and baki, create the word derech, which is this pathway we're talking about. Now Rabban is going to take a different approach. That the secret meditations of Elul are in this phrase, hanoten bayam derech. And now Rabban continues, le'ahir bechina derech bayam, to shine into the sea, uh, the concept of derech. The pathway to shine into the sea. This derech. Rabbeinu teaches us from the Kavanot that what this pathway is opened up during the month of Elul. This is why the main way to do tikkun abrit is during this month of Elul. Rabbeinu says um, the primary primary way of blemishing the covenant is through this pathway. Also, this derech. Because you needed to shine these 224 lights, the numerical value of derech, these 224 lights into the sea. And what's the sea? It's the aspect of faith. But this person, when he blemishes the covenant, he strayed from this. He didn't shine the 224 lights into the sea, which is faith. He strayed away from this. And he blemished into the path, into the aspect of derech, which is the numerical value of 224. He didn't shine the 224 lights. What did he do with Hinat Ki Hishkit Kol Basala Darko? It says in Parashat Noach, when all the generation of the flood, um, what did they do? Each person or each flesh, for all flesh had perverted its way, its Darko. Meaning a blemishing of the covenant also is a blemish in this Derech. Ki Hishani Kred Derech, because a woman is called Derech. Sorry, in the Gemara Kiddushin, Bet Amud Bet, over there, that um, 
The woman is called in the, in the aspect of derech, over there, the way. There is derech acher, but there's another derech, another pathway, which is an evil woman. It says in Mishle, derech isha afed, the way of a promiscuous woman. That is the other derech, the derech of the evil side. And the main thing is that the essential and primary blemish in the aspect of derech is that he did not illuminate this derech, these 224 lights into the sea. What did he do? He fell into this way of the derech isham and after this way of the promiscuous woman or for all flesh had perverted its way that he fell into this derech of the evil side. And because of this blemish, God forbid, a person can lose his soulmate. Because by the fact that he strayed away from his soulmate, it's very difficult to find it, to find her, this soulmate again. And even if this man, this person finds his soulmate, she'll oppose him. She'll not incline after his will. Because she, she is not, because he strayed from her, and she is, um, he did not illuminate in her. Meaning what, she is the derech, right? And he did not illuminate these lights within her. Meaning, um, he did not, uh, he did not illuminate this derech. He, uh, what do you call it? He blemished in it. And because of this, because of this blemish, um, it leads to her having a, a ratzon that opposes him. In opposition of will, that you want something and she wants something else, she's always opposing you. And this is why it says in the that if a man does not merit, she opposes him. Why? Because he had blemished in this aspect of derech. That it's during this month a person can rectify this and illuminate this pathway into the sea. These 224 lights into the aspect of faith, the woman. Therefore, the kavanot, the kavanot of Elul, the meditations of Elul, are the rectification for this. And when you rectify this, then you find her zivug. She's not against him. She goes according to your will. There's an awesome secret with regard to this. A wondrous secret. Because no. That this secret Avram gave his servant Eliezer. Whenever Avram sent uh, Eliezer, his servant, to go find a soulmate for Yitzhak, his son. Meaning, what happened? Meaning, Avram gave Eliezer the secret meditations of Elul, which are propitious for rectifying the covenant. That through this, one is able to find a zivug. So, this is the secret Avram passed on to Eliezer so that. He would have an easy time finding a zivug for Yitzchak. Because through this rectification, which is mentioned above, he's able to create within her a desire for him. He's able to attract this woman, his soulmate to him. Because beforehand, she did not incline after his will. Because she turned away from him. Because he turned away from her, she's not, he's not able to find his wife. Meaning what? She turned away from him because you did not give her the proper light that she needed. Even if he finds her, she will not stray after his will. She will not follow after his will because you did not illuminate her with the 224 lights. So we see here this idea that Rabbeinu is teaching us that what? 
That it all depends on the man, meaning depending on how much he's tikkun abrit, depending on how much he's able to practice these kavanot Elul in actuality to apply what is written over there. And listen, look in lesson six for the main practical, the main action for this. Depending on that, you're able to to draw on your wife to attract your true wife, your soulmate. And if not, then you damage. And God forbid, you might not marry your true soulmate. And even if you do, that she'll oppose you. So Rabbeinu is teaching us the main way for Shalom Bayit here. And what is it? It's through the Kavanot of Elul. The main way is to illuminate your wife, which is the aspect of faith, with the 224 lights. Aval. Uh, uh, but through the meditations of Elul, which are a rectification for this blemish, with this, you're able to re- she's able to return and to create a new Ratzon for this man. Now that the Ratzon is in line with each other. And this secret is brought in the Torah with regard to the chapter over there that it says about Eliezer. Because Abraham passed on this secret to him. And now let's look at the verse. Avram tells Eliezer in Bereshit chapter 24, If the woman is not willing to go after you, etc., etc., etc. As it says over there. And if the woman is not willing to go after you, what does that mean? Come and see the wonders of our Torah. Because if you take the first letters, of this phrase, the first two words and the last two words of the phrase, the imlo and the first two words of the phrase and the last two words of the phrase, you have vav lamed the imlo and you have lamed aleph, the im vav lamed lamed aleph, mix them around. You have the, the letters of elul. It's an acronym. The acronym for the, that phrase is elul. And in the middle of the verse, you have the words tovayisha, that the woman will be drawn after you. Attracted to you, meaning what? <clears throat> meaning through the aspect of Elul, meaning the secret meditations of Elul. Through this, the woman, the woman will desire you. <coughs> Sorry, because through this, he creates a desire within her for him. Through the kavanot of Elul, we find within the words in itself that. Avram is telling Eliezer, Meaning within the words Avram spoke with Eliezer with regard to the concern that perhaps she, this woman will not go after him. And this is why Avram tells Eliezer, if the woman is not willing to draw after you, to go after you, Meaning, that concern in itself, the words that Avram told Eliezer, he's hinting to him the secret to how to rectify it. That if the woman is not going to go after you, look at the first two words. And the last two words of the verse, the imlot, take the first letters. You have the, words, you have the word elul. Meaning, the way to rectify the woman going after you or not, it depends upon the kavanot of elul. Which is hidden within the the, the first letters of the, of the phrase, the acronym of the phrase, Shehu Atikunazeh, because Elul is the rectification for this, and through this that the one will be drawn after you and desire you. And within this secret, there's many other lofty secrets with regard to this. Also, 
Also, look in lesson six of Ligotar Moran. Because over there it speaks about the meditations of Elul. And that lesson is the rectification for Gamabrit. Meaning, what to do? Look in that lesson and analyze that lesson. Merit to understand it. And to do with whatever you can some Avodat Hashem with regard to the lesson. Apply a piece of advice within the lesson. Through this, you will rectify Gamabrit. Rabban was teaching us. Go to lesson six and apply the lesson. Study it in all its depth. Apply, 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 apply what you can. And Bizrat Hashem, within that, when you merit to do that, you'll be able to rectify the, the covenant and be able to find your wife. And if you're already married and if you already found your soulmate, whatever it is, to be able to create a new desire within her for you. Torah Pechet. Tzarich, and by the way, these Torahs are all connected. So if you find many Chedushim with regard to this, it's very, very... Um, Evident that you're going to see that it's all connected with regard to Tikkun Abrit. A person must be very careful. Rabbanu teaches us a huge chidush that we must not eat a fruit which hasn't been fully ripened. Never eat a fruit which isn't ripe. Just like it's forbidden to cut a tree before it's time. The same is true that it's forbidden to pick a fruit before it's ripened. So too it's forbidden to eat it. And one who eats a fruit before it's fully ripened and cooked it can damage his soul very, very much. He's able to lose his soul through this. Now Rabbi is going to explain why a person can lose his soul if he eats a fruit that isn't ripe. Because the fruit, as long as, it's, it, um, that, as it needs to mature, as long as it's still in the maturing process, it still has the power to suck in its, its, um, its, its nourishment, its nutrients. The fruit has the power to suck in. Because it still needs vitality to, to grow. Therefore, it certainly has the strength to draw in because it needs to draw in that, those nutrients. It's drawing in its sustenance and its vitality. But when you cut the fruit before its time, before it's been fully ripened sufficiently, it still has the, the power to suck in. Because when it's fully ripened, that power to suck in is terminated. Because it doesn't need to draw life force anymore. It's fully cooked. It's fully ripe. It's fully edible. Therefore, when the fruit still needs to be ripened, it still has the power to draw in this strength. To draw the strength of drawing in. And therefore, if a man eats the fruit, before it's fully ripened, the fruit in itself, the, the fruit can draw within, himself, within itself the vitality of the soul of the person instead. Instead of the life of the tree, it draws in the soul, of the, your, the life of your soul, the vitality of your soul. Because the fruit still has this power to suck in. Therefore, the fruit can suck in the vitality of your soul and you can literally lose your soul through this. And with all this, 
With all that being said, if a person makes a, br- a blessing on the fruit with good intentions and with fear of heaven, he can be saved from this. And, if, and also, if a man is stronger with regard to serving God, he's able also to draw vitality from the fruit, to draw even more vitality from the fruit. And underline this. Pay attention to this. A man who has tremendous strength in serving Hashem, he's able to take vitality from the fruit and not only that, to find lost items within the fruit. We're going to explain what these lost, lost items are. And it has to do with lost items that, are, that have uh, been created from our sins. To find lost items, lost sparks that we've lost through our sins within the fruit. And this is very deep. This goes extremely deep. These, this is extremely Kabbalistic and extremely deep. Rabbeinu explains it in tremendous simplicity. We're going to see a chidush, a tremendous chidush in the next section. But even this is tremendous already. We can find lost items within the fruit, lost, lost objects. Because there's many lost, there's lost objects, lost items. And within this idea, there's many wondrous things, hidden secrets that are awesome. Exalted secrets. The main thing, a person needs to be needs to, to, to be careful from this. Meaning to be careful not to eat a fruit before it's fully cooked, before it's fully ripened, literally. Also, cooking a fruit in your house is not is not beneficial for this. Aval, meaning to cook the fruit on the pan and to, to soften it down, isn't, isn't helpful. But if the fruit which hasn't been fully ripened on the tree yet are placed aside and they're left on this uh, rack, for example, to, to be ripened on their own after being picked, this is effective. It's, for, it's allowed to be eaten. Meaning if you pick an avocado, as it's known that the avocados aren't fully ripe when you pick them. You pick an avocado while it's hard and you leave it in your, in your, uh, in your fridge or in your rack to, to ripen for two days, three days. And then it becomes ripe, that's fine. And it's, for, it's permitted to eat, it's totally fine. And this is similar to a person who's yage, who toils. And he, he gasps, many gasps. Until he settled down. Meaning when you run, after you run, you have all these short breathing, these gasps. Until you get your breath back. The same is true of these fruits that were picked before they were ripened. You need to wait until these fruits um, are rested from their gasp. Meaning until they stop sucking in the air. Uh, sucking, that have that power of sucking in. And then when it ha- stops that power of this Moshech, this power to suck in its nutrient, then it's permitted to eat and these words are concealed and they're enigmatic. They're, they're very lofty. And now look at this Chidush. There's an angel. And by the way, this is very deep with regard to the secret of the Petek. Look in the Petek with regard to the secret that is mentioned over there that... Um, Saba also hinted to this. And the Petek, when it says about this in the Petek, 
חזק באמת בעבודתך, נאנך, נחמן, נחמן, אומן, ובזה אגלה לך סוד, והוא מעלה בגדיש מקו לקו מרוטס, I'm going to reveal to you a great secret that is filled to the brim from extremity to extremity. פצדי, פצדי יודקה. The name of this angel that blows the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. And what does it say over there in the Petek? Rabbeinu tells Rabbi Yisrael and all of those who believe in the Petek, with strong service you'll understand this. And you'll see here all this idea of chizuk avodah, as it says over there, it says in the lesson, one who's stronger in avodah Hashem can find lost items within the fruits and how this all has to do with the Petek. And now Rabbeinu ties this together with regard to what? This angel. And under the angel, there's many deputies, many other angels. And all these angels and deputies are holding in their hands shofarot. And they're constantly standing and digging. What are they digging for? They're constantly digging after lost items. They're searching for lost items. And they blow. They blow. The long blow and teruah, this, these short blows. And then afterwards, and then afterwards they blow a big tekiah again. And when they find a lost item, they create a huge uproar and a great joy, a great festival. Because there's many lost items. Meaning those lost items which a person loses through his desires, his evil lusts. It's brought down in Tehilim, chapter 112, the desire of the wicked shall be lost. Meaning one loses through his desire. And even one who is a tzaddik, he too can lose sometimes. It's brought down. As it says in Kohelet, chapter 7, there is a tzaddik who loses through his righteousness. And even these tzaddikim who are tasked with digging and seeking and searching after these lost items, they too can lose sometimes. They'll dig and lose. These tzaddikim who are tasked with digging, who engage in this aspect of digging for all the lost items of the world, they too lose sometimes. That even those who are digging after lost items can occasionally lose in turn. And this is what is brought down in Kohelet. Et le'abed, a time to lose. All these secret verses Rabban was telling us are hinting about this subject. And this is what it says. Ta'abad resha'im to'abed, as we said in the verse. The desire of the wicked shall be lost. Meaning one loses through his ta'abad, his desire. Take the first letters of that phrase. You have the acronym. Ta'abad resha'im to'abed, you have ta'rat. Rashet tevot ta'rat. Which is what? Tekia, te'ra'im, te'ru'a. Ki ha'manachim ha'mchavsim ha'mchavadot sh'hem b'china ta'abad resha'im to'abed. Because these angels which are constantly searching, searching after these lost items. Which are what? What are these lost items? That the desire of the wicked shall make this lost item. Meaning these lost, item, lost items which come about from this desire of the wicked. These angels which are searching after these lost items. They are, which stem from, these lost items stemming from these desires of the wicked people. What do these angels do? They hold in, them, in their hands shofarot and they blow a tarat. They blow this, this mnemonic. Tekiah, teruah, tekiah. This is the sign of uh, the shofar blows. The tav represents tekiah. The resh represents teruah. And the tav represents tekiah. This sign of blowing. The order of blows which the, which the angels blow, as we said above.
וגם הזכיר אז, רבנו אוסו מנשן, כשהוא היה מגיע לסלסן, שקשה מאוד מאוד להיות מקבל. It's very difficult to be a receiver. וגם הזכיר אז, קנאת סופרים, תרבה חוכמה, רבנו אוסו ברוט, the idea of what is brought down, and בבבתך, קנאת סופרים, the jealousy between scholars, תרבה חוכמה, increases wisdom. ולא באר כל זה, he did not explain all this, כי הם דברים סתומים וחתומים, because these are sealed and hidden ideas. גם נשכח קצת, also a little bit has been forgotten, כאילו כתבים, כתבתים בזמנו, because these ideas were not written at the time when רבנו gave this lesson, כי אם בדרך רמז, except as brief notes, כאשר נתפס כבר בהתפסה הראשונה, it's already brought in the first printing. And רבנו continues, ואמר, and Rabbi Nathan writes in the name of Rabbi Nathan, and he said, Shekol Hana, that all of that we mentioned above, meaning the first mentioned lesson 87 that we just studied, which is a rectification, that the meditations of Elul are a rectification of Gamma Brit, the idea of these fruits, this lesson 88, and this idea of the Malach, this angel, that we mentioned above, they're all one. There's many secrets, there's great secrets with regard to this. Bizarat Hashem, may Hashem open up the gates of these secrets for us so that we can really apply the Avodat Hashem that Rabbeinu is telling us here. Because Be'emet, if we can really apply what is written here, there is nothing standing in our way from becoming Tzadikim Gumurim, complete Tzadikim, because the secrets here are tremendous. And there's tr- such applicable advice here that uh, even on a simple level we can apply. But um, look in the Petek also. I mentioned that idea because Be'emet, it's something very deep. How in the Petek, this idea of the name of the angel, Petzadi, Petzadi Yudke, um, over there, this idea of this, this angel, which blows the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. And Rabbanu says, with strong service, you'll understand this. And um, how this has to do with Kavanot of Tikkun Abrit, Kavanot of Elul, and um, protecting yourself from not fully ripened fruits. So God willing, may we apply that and apply the lessons that we studied today in simplicity and wholesomeness.